Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Just getting some things ready for a, a trip to Galveston this afternoon. Oh, okay. You're doing a little road tripping, huh? Yeah, going to head an hour south and uh, meet up with some family. Uh, one of my nieces got a beach house down there, and she and her husband and their kids are down there, and my sister and her husband are going to be there, and another nephew and his family. So, yeah, we're going to have just a little part of the family outing. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Oh, good for you. I'm glad to hear it. You know, every now and then it's time to get out and have a good time somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are your plans for the day? Um, I'm just going to do some stuff locally. So, yep. um, yeah, I need to get a pedicure. So we'll see how, how that all pans out. Oh, hampering. I love it. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this. So welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, <clears throat> where Trish and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for the week of July 11th through July 15th. And yeah, we we got a lot to unpack this week. Now, I would say on The Bold, it was pretty interesting, but Young and the Restless was really crazy this week. That was nuts. It was nuts. So what I normally do is I'll give a summary of each of the shows. We usually recap uh, The Young and the Restless in the first half of the show, The Bold and the Beautiful in the second half of the show. And then at the end, this is where we have a segment where we flip the script. So if there's a particular storyline or a scene that we wish we could change, this is where we can flip the script. All right. So... Without any further ado, let's go ahead and talk about this. So, Adam walked away from Newman to save Sally's job. Adam told Victoria he was dumping Sally. Billy exposed Ashlyn's cancer fraud. Diane alerted Michael um, when Ashlyn violated the restraining order. And... Um, Noah and Allie went on their first date together. So where do you want to start? Let's start at the lighter hearted stuff with Allie and Noah, and then let's get into the real nitty gritty. Okay. So what is your thoughts on, um, you know, on their first date? Cause I'm liking them too. I think they're <laughs> adorable. I think, um, I'm questioning what is behind Noah's intention and what is he up to? Um, I didn't, I was not surprised that he wanted to leave New Hope. I didn't really see that lasting very long because he's very artistic. Right. To me, any kind of corporate position is not going to work for him. It's going to, it's going to be a soul crusher. So I'll be excited to see how their relationship blossoms and what impact she has on him and his, I don't know. I mean, I think his parents are so focused on what is he going to do? What is he going to do? He's already done stuff, but it'll be interesting to see how, how Allie um, 
kind of makes an impression on him and helps him figure out what direction to go in. I think they're adorable. What do you think? I do too. Um, you know, when they originally brought Noah back into the show, before the whole Diane Jenkins storyline, which brings Allie in, I didn't know what they were going to do with Noah. I thought that they were going to create a triangle that was the buzz between him, Mariah, and Tessa. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like it was hinting in that direction, especially when Mariah was so focused on Dominic at the time. And Tessa and, you know, of course, um, Noah was getting closer when they were at the wedding in Tuscany. Mm-hmm. Right. But bringing Allie into this, it kind of moves him away from that whole possible triangle over there. And I together. I mean, I I'm glad they're I, moving I, I away from that triangle. Now, I will say in regard to what happened this week, I didn't like the fact that Nick didn't have a formal discussion to say, I mean, he announced what his plan was, was to go to Newman. But then he says, well, I'm going to need you to take up a, a step up and take more of a leadership role, you know, over at New Hope without saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Are you interested mm-hmm. in moving into a more of a leadership role at New Hope? Because if you look at it on his face value and you know your kids, you should pretty much know that this is not what Noah is about. He's a creative Exactly. exactly. He's not a corporate. Yeah, he's not a corporate business guy. Right. And, you and, and I, I did, both know from real life that that is never going to work. That's not going to work. And to throw him into a position like that without saying, are you interested? Would it be something that you would be able to do instead of saying, I need you to step up? It's right. Like, and I'm over here because you asked me to not because I was trying to move up the corporate ladder. Well, I was helping you because you asked me for my help. Now you sound like Victor. Do this. Exactly. I'm telling you to. <laughs> the now, apple didn't fall far from the tree after all, did it? <laughs> I guess, right? And so I did see Monday's episode, and there oh, is um, a new adventure that Noah is putting on the table. So stay okay. tuned for that. Okay. I like because, it. Yeah, because he's not, he's not interested in uh-huh. running New Hope. He's just not. Um, But yeah, I didn't like that of, like you say, it's more Victor move, like telling you this is what you need to do. No, you need to ask me. I'm grown. If if this is something that I want to do. Right. I agree completely. So um, let's see what else. Now, I don't know. This is the other flip side of this. If you're not feeling it, you need to speak up. You can't say, okay, I'll do it. But you're resenting the fact that you really don't want to do it. Well, and, you know, I realize it's for the, the drama and everything, but, right. you know, when someone is talking about you doing something and it is evident by the look on your face that you're absolutely not interested in doing it, mm-hmm. it, it we're not blind to that. We can exactly. See. I mean, come on, read the room. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, even Sharon can tell. Yes, and she immediately. Yeah, and I mean, she had a conversation, I think, with with Nicholas. And Nicholas just, he's like, oh, he'll be fine. It's like, if she can pick it up, 
I think you need to have a conversation with your son, like, you know, hey, is there a little bit of hesitation? What's going on? Yep. You know, I know I kind of pushed this on you, but I need to make sure this is something you want to do. And he just, he's just oblivious. He's so caught up into all this crap at Newman Enterprises. It's like, I like the old Nick. I like the Nick that was free, who wanted to kind of deal with the Newman business at an arm length distance. Now he's just oblivious because he's caught up into, you know, all of this stuff being COO. He got sucked right back into the drama. And I'll tell you what, it goes all the way back to me. I love him and Phyllis together. Mm -hmm. He's fun when he's with Phyllis. He's Mm -hmm. fun when he's doing his own thing and not with Newman. And now he's not fun anymore. No. Mm -mm. Nope. And the fact of the matter that really gets me is with him going back and he just forget about everything that Adam has done for him. Mm -hmm. Yep. Everything. I mean, you know, he should be, he should be the one going to Adam and having a serious sit down. And I know they had a little chat outside the office, but that was Nick running into him. Nick needed to pick up the phone and call him and set up a time and go sit down with him and say, look, man, I know this sucks. You've come a long way. Let's not lose that ground. Let's let's figure this out. You know, do you want the COO position? I don't have to have the COO position. I'm not all worried about my place in the family. You're the one who really wants this. I mean, to me, if Nick really wanted to be a good brother, that's what he would have done. Yeah, I mean, because he say he actually stepped in, meaning Adam saved his daughter not once not twice three times three times yes yes and even nick's life being under all that rubble in a tornado down in kansas or whatever Mm -hmm. he could have left you there to die he went and because his freedom was on the line yep but several times in in several several cases yeah yeah i know you know so i that's why i just with watching this, even with what I watched on Monday, I just have zero, whatever comes down the pipeline and happens to those four Newmans, I have zero empathy. I know. <laughs> zero. <laughs> I love them all so much, but right now I'm so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's, and the thing is, I, I just don't like the writers not being able to bring parody to the script mm-hmm. because this is where Adam could have really stood his ground instead of acting out and lashing and disappearing and all this other stuff. He could have stood right there in that office and went down the list one by one. You know, you guys don't trust me, mm-hmm. but you put your own lives, Victoria's marriage, mm-hmm. all of this stuff in my hands and I delivered. Yep. Okay, so let's move on to that storyline because there's the conversation with Victor and Adam in the office, mm-hmm. right? So this goes into the whole thing with Adam walking away from Newman, which I'm not happy with Sally right now. I will say why in a minute. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for Victor, because Adam clearly says, you know, I'm not welcome in this family. Right. And Victor goes, he, you just bypassed everything that just happened in the past five years and went all the way back to 2008 about how they didn't know you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it would have made more sense if he would have gone back to, you tried to blow us up in Newman Towers. 
Yeah, but after that, it's like there's no redemption for people when it comes to them. None. When they've done a lot of crap themselves. And that's why it's just, mm-hmm. I, that's why I kind of, I know that the show wants to keep drama. But to have a little bit of parody, have some of these people clap back at the right. conversation. Have right. a retort. I agree. I agree. There could be so much better dialogue. Correct. And that's where Adam should have had that conversation in the office. Adam should have had that conversation when he was with his father alone. I know that they didn't know me, but they knew me enough to use my kidney. They knew me enough to be, to feel comfortable that I helped save your other son's life. I protected Gaines and Billy when you wanted me to, to help get Victoria get married. You forgot about that. And they don't use that. Give Adam some ammunition to stand up for himself. Right, right. But I, I guess it's part of the crumbling effect mm-hmm. that they want, you know, mm-hmm. for him to crumble and slither and shrink away and then come back as the villain again and then, Bro, I, you know, redeem himself. And then, oh, it's just the cycle is so overdone. Yeah. And then for Victor to turn around and say, well, if you do this, then you're going to pretty much validate everything everybody thought about you. Then what well, does that? say that they never planned to give me a chance in the first place well yeah and too, victor's standing there saying you'll break your father's heart well didn't you just break adam's heart again uh yeah several twice you, so, you took his company from up under him and sold right. it to your, your other daughter right pretty much behind his back behind his back yeah yeah i mean that and then the second time is you put him in a position for two days. Two days. Mm-hmm. The third night hadn't even hit yet. <laughs> right. And Victoria <laughs> comes back. And then it's like, oh, my God, I'm impressed with the move Victoria make. Oh, yeah, here's your seat back. Screw Adam. She just waltzed in there like she was going on the dance floor with her dance card. Excuse me, Newman Towers is my next dance. Oh, my God, girl. It was, it was just... I'm like, give Adam a voice. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to, you know, it's one thing if you lash out. Yep. Then it, you know, and which is looking like that's what's gonna happen. But at least have him voice his opinion and step back. And that would have been better done in the office with Nikki there, yep. with Victor there, yep. with Victoria, and with Nicholas there saying, How dare you look down at me and treat me like whatever? Right. And I saved your life and your daughter's life. I'm missing a kidney, for God's sake. Right. Literally let someone flay me open and cut me to pieces for you people. Right. I mean, she that girl could have died. Yeah, Twice. Three twice. times. Could have died. I saved your mm-hmm. daughter three times. And then at the same time, I could have left you to die in that shack. Exactly. You know, just... Writers, if you ever listen to this podcast, let some of these people, including if you want to throw Diane in there. Now, I know there's a lot of folks that are not Diane fans, and we'll get to that storyline, too, in a minute. But give some of these people some clapback mm-hmm. to get these hypocritical, self-righteous people and close their mouths. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Man alive, we just flipped three scripts all in one. I know, It's right? not even the end of the podcast yet. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. I, I've been waiting to do this podcast because it's just been, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do some ranting this week. Can't wait to talk about that. Exactly. Yeah. Thinking the same thing. Now, here's where I have an issue with Sally. Yes. Sally should have walked away. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. She, if Adam knows her his family more than anybody. And I think we I even said this last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Adam knows his family longer than you. He knows the playbook. He knows how his father operates. Mm-hmm. He knows that his sister wants no parts of him. Yep. And he knows that pretty much Nick is going to just roll over and do whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs> I as mean, serious. Scratch behind the ears. He's fine. Exactly. And for Adam to lay out everything in front of her, and she's like, "Okay, well, what does that mean about my job?" Now, granted, he did tell her to stay there, mm-hmm. but if knowing that the Newmans don't like me, she answered her own question, saying that Nick probably wants her gone because of what happened with Summer last year. Exactly. Which would walk be away. Parent. Right. Walk away. You guys just do it together. Now Victor comes in to say and says, Hey, you want your job. I need you to convince Adam to come back. I'm like, you gonna let the man that your boyfriend despises use you and you decided to do it anyway. Yep. yep. I was like, you know, if I was Adam, I'd be giving her the side eye because you can't you can't build with somebody like that. No, I wanted her to walk away too. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's coming. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, like I like I said, I've seen Monday's episode, and oh. it's like you knew you were on borrowed time. Mm. Adam promised you, oh yeah, I'm gonna make sure you stay in this position. He can't keep his own job. What makes you think right. he's gonna get yours? Right. He has no standing. Yeah, what is he going to do? Bully Victoria into keeping your job? It didn't happen because they had a conversation. What did you think about that conversation? You know, God, she's so condescending. Yeah, well, mm, man, I've been saying that about Victoria for the last year. A long time. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it comes in cycles and waves, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes she's such, you know, just lovely and humble and grateful and you know, knows how good she has it. And then other times she's this. And it's like, wow, man. Okay, wow. can I ask you a question? When of did course. you see the humble Victoria? I haven't seen that in like two years. After, well, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> After the whole JT thing, she was really humbled and appreciative right. of the people that in life. And, second. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. I'd like to see a little <clears> more <throat> humble pie. Right, but go ahead. No, I just think that... Um, you know, her tone is just so vile and so it's looky, looky at me. I'm in the chair again. I did it. You can't do what I did. I don't know. It was just the whole, the whole scene was just ick. It, it's icky. She, she's become icky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just the way she talks to him, even the way she was happy with Nick annoyed me because it was almost like um, they were 10 and seven again. And she was making him, you know, play her game. 
mm-hmm. of playing what because he didn't want to do this, but here he is doing it. Yeah. And it's just like when they were kids. You know, she yep. led him around the stables, she led him around the pond. So yeah. And that's why I think Victoria wants if she had to choose one of the brothers, it would have been Nick over Adam because Nick just go along to get along. Oh yeah, he's not gonna push back. Yeah, and I mean, even when he does raise a question or opinion, you know, she responds, but then he just say, oh, well, okay. And it's like, are you serious? Right. I'm just telling you this to put my two cents out there, but you do with it what you want. Not that it'll save your life or save you heartache or save you whatever. Right, right. So that whole, for me, that whole conversation was useless. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, for Adam to actually think she don't want you there. Right. What makes you think you're going to convince Victoria to keep Sally there? Well, exactly. And not only that, you know, yeah, she wore the wedding dress, but the wedding was a sham and she's not married anymore. So that doesn't have any points. Exactly. I mean, that uh, none of this would have been an issue if Sally had just walked away. All of this mess that happened in the last three days was all because Sally should have and she asked after the fact I think that was on Wednesday well should I just leave and you know show a united front uh yeah yes run run yeah I mean and you sat there Victor used you as a pawn Mm -hmm. you agreed to it Adam came back to the office you tried to talk him into it He still told you no. Yeah. You know, the only saving grace in that whole scene was that Mm -hmm. Sally said up front, well, I want you to know your dad came by and this is what he said. You know, so at least she didn't try to hide it it and placate it and say, you know, I really think if you come back, it would be best. And at least she said, this is what Victor just did. You know, where so many people would have placated everything and positioned it differently and tried to be, you know, like it's they're trying to help the person because it's not helping him. It's terrible for his mental health to go back there. Exactly. Why would you want him to subject himself? Mm-hmm. You already saw the right. money being sold from a fund to him. You, He told you about the conversation that was really condescending to him from his father. Yep. And you want him to walk back into that so you can stay COO? Right, right back into the den. Right back into the den. Yeah. You know, and so that's why, I, like I said, and I, I said this on previous podcasts back in April, when he wanted to walk away, she talked him out of it then. I'm like, at what point do you get it? Let this man make a decision regarding his family. He knows them people. Yeah. He know them. You don't. You've only been there. And the crazy thing about this is that she want to hold on to that job so bad that you are able to allow his father to use you as a pawn against him. Yeah. I was like, Sally, you know what? And see, that's one of the reasons why Keisha has issues with Sally Spectrum. (laughs) Oh, no, I can totally see that. I can totally see it. And I can also see because of the life that she's led that Mm -hmm. has the fear of uncertainty as well. And so there's a lot of mental screws behind all of her actions, Mm -hmm. all of this with regard to her life, having had so much upheaval in it. And Mm -hmm. she finally felt some tiny bit of having a foundation and the whole thing is shook and about to fall down again. 
Yeah, it's going to get bad next week because um, <laughs> I know we probably saw the previews. We saw Adam yep. saying that you're getting away of everything that I'm trying to do. Um, he set up a ploy. So remember, yeah. we are like a day or two behind, right? So because of, you know, the um, the news uh, reports that we've been, you know, been in, interjecting during the daytime TV. But um, part of what should have happened this week is the fact that Adam told Victoria that they're no longer together. Yeah. And um, here's the thing. And I'll just, because I usually drop gems every now and what I mean by Jim spoilers. Yep. One of the spoilers is Victor saying, well, if Adam is not coming back, Sally is useless to us at this point. Oh, nice. Yeah. So even though she thought she might have an opportunity to stay in that position, you only, you're on borrowed time. Yeah. You should have known that once Adam was out, your days are numbered. There is no way you would have been able to keep that job. Mm -mm. No, because they don't trust her. They don't trust her. You know, and Adam tried to tell Victoria, well, I'm breaking up just to try to put on this ruse of him not having influence over her decisions to ruin Newman. But it's like none of this would be an issue if she just walked away. Right. Just walk away. Now you're about to destroy your in, your relationship. Yep. It's just, it sucks. And the thing is, is that if they do split these two up, you know, a lot, there's a lot of unhappy people in the comment sections on Facebook about oh, it. Yeah. Love, they really like Adam and Sally. Yeah. Together. I love Adam and Sally together. I think they're one of the best couples that have been on daytime in years. And mm -hmm. I think they should be, they should be sticky. They should absolutely don't go back to Chelsea and Adam. Don't go back to Sharon and Adam. It should be Sally and Adam. They are the perfect match. Mm hmm. Definitely. 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 So, yeah, I was I was not happy about the way that they scripted that whole thing with Sally this week. It was like it would have even really promoted that couple. Yeah. If they walked away together and just said, you know what, don't worry about this. We're going to do this on our own. I'm you I'm going to be CEO. You're going to be COO, but it's going to be our business. Right. Everybody would have been like, great. Yep. So writers lost opportunity. We think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now that moves us into Ashlyn Locke. Mm. So Ashlyn's cancer fraud was exposed by Billy Abbott on his podcast. Mm -hmm. I did see this is where the people got to stop playing into Victoria's hands. And Lily, Lily is, I'm like, Lily, why? I get it that you pissed off about the cancer thing. Because yeah. it's close to her. I get it. But to allow Victoria to use her ex-husband to come to you and use Ashlyn's mess and her mess in your business, that's a problem to me. Especially when Newman Media has their own podcasts. Hello. Yep. You are absolutely correct. 
you know, but Billy is always running and jumping for Victoria. Always. Um, yep. And he always will. You know, and for and uh, Lily being the CEO of, you know, Chancellor, she should have been like, no, you know what? I get it. I'm pissed at Ashlyn too. But tell her to go clean up her own mess. That's it Exactly. Clean up your own mess. Why bring your it's marriage open. relationship issues into my company? Right. Right. And they didn't even pay her to do it. It's, now, now, granted, right? Right now, but I, I will say as a content creator, they're probably going to get paid from the viewership. Oh, for sure. But if if, if I Lily, I would have been like, hey, I'll do it. But what, what do I get out of this besides views and clicks? It, you add another couple of zeros to that check. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but because you know, there's another dynamic that's forming between Billy and Chelsea. It's like yeah. Lily. I can't stand it. It's, if you want to break up the couple, just go ahead and do it. Because exactly. it's making Lily look bad. It is making Lily look bad. And you know I love Lily. And I I don't know. I just, I'm just really annoyed with Chelsea. Like, mm -hmm. I've been annoyed with her ever since she came back. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just, I don't know what it is. Because I love the actress. But the character of Chelsea is just annoying me to no end right now. It's like, what are you looking across there? You were looking across the room at Ray. Now you're looking across the room at Billy. And, you know, it's like, what kind of crap is that? And, too, she brings up the, well, we know each other so well. You had him locked in an underground dirt prison with a cage gate on top of it. for crying me out. In me. And Mark, what in the world would ever, I mean... What uh, really? This is where we're yeah. gonna go now. Come on, and y'all, and and the two of them share a kid. Well, so, right, exactly. Yeah. And you know, she she tried to bring that up again with Victoria whenever Adam, when she and Adam were having problems, and she wasn't gonna be able to see, um, um, their kid Connor, Connor. and um, she was like, "Well, you know, I'd love to love to see." Love to see him. Love to see him. Well, he's no, he, that's Victoria's son. Yeah, you gave up right, sweetie. I don't, I'm just annoyed with her. I'm sure I'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, my thing is, she skated through all of what she did. Yes. There's no way mm -mm. that you put a man's life in danger because of the fact that you're jealous of a picture uh, of a kiss. Uh, right. Right. I mean, come on. On now, top of the fact that you're going into Crimson Lights when you literally beat Sharon over the head with a coffee pot before you left last time. I mean, that's come what on. I'm saying. You know, and they want to. That. Ooh. I know they want to be all smiley and supportive. Oh, she's gonna do the podcast with Billy. I don't want her doing it, but I don't even know. My answer's no. Uh. Uh. Yeah, I just and but the thing is is. Lily has to, I understand that's your boyfriend, mm -hmm. but at work, mm -hmm. you need to set boundaries. Absolutely. CEO. Yep. So when Victoria came with that BS about her messy love life, she mm -hmm. should have told Billy, I appreciate it, but thanks, but no thanks. And if right. she does, you need to send me what? About $50 million along it, with that request. A nice little check. Yes. Thank you very much. And then with Chelsea, 
Chelsea just went through this whole craziness with this is not like five years ago. That whole thing with uh, that happened with Ray and all that. Yep. That was in 2021. Yep. So Lily should have been like, hey, I get it. You know, y'all make good chemistry or whatnot, but we're just getting started. We just merged. Let's just see how this all go. But she was like, well, if it works, well, if it works. I'm like, oh, God. Your marriage is about to be uh, undermined. Believe Pretty that. Pretty much. And two, it was like, see, listen, listen, there's chemistry there. No, there was not. Mm -mm. There was not chemistry there. I'm sorry. Did you see how he hung up on Lily? Yes, I did. And that annoyed me bad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't disrespect Lily. Mm -mm. You know, so I'm like, Lily, the writing has been on the wall. It Two foot letters. You know, if it's not Victoria, now it's Chelsea. At what point does Billy just rein himself in? And But she has to, here's the thing. Billy can do whatever he wants to do, but she has to set boundaries. I agree. I agree. If he don't accept those boundaries, then you need to make some decisions about this relationship. That's right. That's exactly you know, I agree. I mean, you lost your whole company. With that chance come all because of Billy and Victoria. That's right. And that now you're going to get back. Right. And now you're going to get back in bed with the, with this girl and her messiness over Ashlyn Locke. The user. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Anywho. So mm -hmm. Ashlyn. Ashlyn did a couple of things. Number one, he destroyed his room. <laughs> uh, he he. Yeah, he did. he did. I put um I put a post in several of the Young and the Restless groups on Facebook saying caption this. <laughs> and so oh, it was so hilarious. The funniest uh, the funniest caption was and it had nothing to do with the show, but I, I will say it was funny. What was said was when you look at your bank account and you realize that a subscription that you forgot came out of your account and it threw your account and over ah, 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 and that's when he started crying and throwing and throwing tantrums in the room that is perfect i love it oh my god that was so funny oh those dadgum recurring charges right and you look up and especially you know and this is i mean times are tight so oh, yeah. you have to laugh, you know, gas prices the way it is and inflation is through the roof <laughs> and somebody put that out there. You know, it happens to people. It happened it to me in the past. So it I happened understand. to me years ago too. I'm very grateful it hasn't in many, 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 many years, but Hey, I think <laughs> probably happened to most of us. Listen, like you say, those monthly subscriptions you forget about, and it can be like five or 10 bucks. And then, it comes through your account, it throws you in the overdraft. You got an overdraft free. Uh, exactly. And somebody said that that's the reaction with Ashlyn did in that <laughs> room when they saw their account. Now, not only do you have a negative balance, you owe the hotel about $12,000 for all that damage. <laughs> that was some expensive decor, you dummy. I mean, he was throwing glasses and <laughs> the couch. Chairs and flipping table. Well, he flipped that couch. 
Um, oh my God. So what do you think about that move? Does that actually ruin him in the business world? It should. I mean, to me, it's not only that, but why didn't they say his name's not even Ashland? Yeah, but I guess because the world only knows him that as as such, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, to me, if you were going to expose him, you would flay him open and pour some salt and get some tar and put him in a in a sand pit with ants. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to expose him, you may as well go all in. And so for it to just be about the cancer was really a letdown to me. I was really hoping that they were going to go into the entire business fraud, the inheritance fraud, all of it, because quite frankly, the man should be in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah, but so does Victor. Right. You know, and that's what Mm -hmm. gets me about this is Mm -hmm. that the only reason that the Newmans are pissed off with Ashlyn is because they got played on a chest. I played. Yeah, they got played. Absolutely. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, Victor would have did the same thing all day, every day. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, some Newmans have faked their illnesses and heart attacks and all kinds of things. So, you know, (laughs) just to save their marriage. So, you know. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. It's just so hypocritical and self-righteous. You know, I know that it tends to get pulled. I know I asked for parody, but it also gives polarity as well. So. Yes, it does. <laughs> but, um, okay, so then, okay, what did you think about the conversation where Victor told Michael to ask Diane to set up Ashlyn by using Harrison? All I could think is, dude, you have got moxie. I mean... The actual nerve it takes for someone to think that they can ask someone to do something for them that they have told directly to their face they wish they would have stayed dead is, Mm -hmm. to me, flabbergasting. But he is Victor Newman, so, you know, but I did kind of chuckle. I'm like, wow, you've got a lot of nerve. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, I thought... But it didn't play out the way that I thought it was going to go. Because I had a conversation with another um, fan. And when that was put on the table, I thought Victor was trying to do a two for one. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Meaning that if Diane would have put the kid in proximity with Ashlyn, Kyle would have been upset with her. Right. Ruined that relationship. But also then at the same time, putting Ashlyn in jail for violating the restraining order but it didn't go that way so i'm like okay yeah we'll see where this takes us now where it takes us now because um yeah so we saw that he did violate the restraining order i just that intimate moment with him and harrison was so genuine yeah but the world is so pissed off at him that yep. it, they they just couldn't fathom that that's the relationship he and Harrison have. <laughs> You're so right. And I think for a brief second, Diane saw it and felt guilty. Yes, she did. <clears throat> yeah, she did because she yeah. just came out of the same position herself. Right, right. You know, and that, and the thing is, these people know that Ashlyn is not going to do anything to Harrison. 
Right. He wouldn't hurt that little boy. He wouldn't hurt that little boy. I mean, for most of his life, all he knew is Ashlyn. Right. Until last year when, you know, Tara Locke came and told, you know, um, Kyle that, oh, you have a kid and all this stuff, you know. Yeah, that thing bit her in the butt, didn't it? Yeah, but the thing is, is that they're just angry that they would do anything to hurt Ashlyn. This isn't even about Harrison. Right, right. They could care less about that kid. To oh, me, I agree. they care. They care that you know of his safety and health, but to actually think like, oh, he's going to really destroy the mind of Harrison and tell him a bunch of lies. Man, no, come on, not. no, he's not. Cut the crap. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I, I, I felt so. I actually had a soft spot for Ashlyn at that point because that <laughs> boy really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Harrison was like, father, you know. So. Yeah, it's like ripping a kid away from the only dad he's known. Yeah, you know, because he really don't know Kyle. He's getting to know Kyle. Right. But there's a lot of hypocrisy in this, because we've already talked about the Newman side of this. But there, Kyle got some hypocrisy, too. For sure. You were the side dude. Right. I say side piece, the sneaky link. It's the truth. Link. To Tara Locke, you were sleeping with this man's wife, and you knew she okay. was married. And you knew she was married. You, you were in their house, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, the only reason that you have a child is because of your your affair with his wife. So, I mean, you're not squeaky clean here, bro. No, <laughs> not in the least. In fact, the only squeaky clean ones are the kids under ten. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely correct but um yeah I my god I said hopefully I was hoping that we'll see this week that Ashlyn and because it looked like Ashlyn and Adam might team up yeah I gosh you know if only Sally had walked then yep. he and Ashlyn wouldn't even be talking right now because he and Sally would be focused on the right thing Correct. <sighs> I don't want, you know, as much as I like the dark side of Adam, I just do. I do too, but I don't want it to ruin him again. Exactly. Ruin the character all over yeah. again. Because if he goes this dark like he did before, he's done. Hey, yeah. He's done. Back again. Somebody was saying in one of the comment sections on Facebook that they're wondering if Adam is going to be renewing his, I mean, uh, Mike, Mark Grossman is going to be renewing his contract. Oh. So I'm hoping this is not a way to exit him. Oh, I hope not. I love Mark Grossman. He's so good. He's, I will say he's, a, he's also very attractive. He I is don't know. very attractive. Yeah, he's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I've seen, I follow him on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. Oh, uh-huh. And so he, you know, obviously, I guess he did some modeling and some other stuff for Lifetime or Hallmark or Element or whatever. Uh-huh. And some of his photo ops is like, wow. Oh, wow. And it's not per se his physical features. It's the, he's just a dark person, period. The way that he models. Yeah. Yeah. 
and he's just he, a dark guy. He, he's he's a good he's he's very sexy. And you know who else is really really sexy is the the man who used to play Thomas Pearson Fody. Pearson Fody. Because there was so many Thomases. Really he's sick. the one with the square jaw and those piercing blue eyes, and he was. Oh, just like, I in know movie. who you're talking oh, about. Oh my goodness, beautiful man. You know who else plays a really good dark character? Who is the 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 other Thomas that was um, Matt Atkinson? Oh, the current the, Thomas. The comment, yeah, the current. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, but Adam, I don't know. It's just there's that dark side. Now I'm I'm not usually into the street guy, which Adam is not the street guy. He's the corporate guy that has a dark side. Exactly. Very <laughs> sexy. I've said that word like five times on your podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what that's why him and Sally looks good together because yes. she's just as spicy. Yes, absolutely. I, I I just oh gosh, I really, really, really want them to stay together. Mm-hmm. Fun to watch. Even when I would say, and we'll keep moving, but I will say, even Michael Muni, uh-huh. when he played Adam, uh-huh. he was also a dark character as Very. well. I didn't like the Justin Hartley version. Not saying that Justin Hartley is a is not a good actress actor because he is. It's just for the Adam role. It just didn't fit for me. Yeah, I think I'm. I think my favorite is Mark Grossman. Yeah, yeah. It did used to be Michael Muni, but it's mm-hmm. Mark Grossman now. Yeah, Mark Grossman really embodies that. Oh, totally. Yeah, he does. He does. Yep. 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 Okay. Um. What else do we have? I think we covered a lot. We covered, oh, one other thing. This whole thing with uh, Phyllis and Nikki when it comes to Diane. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, especially when Ashley comes into the fold. Yeah, that's next week, though. Uh Uh-huh. Can't wait Uh to see that shake out. But even this week, they were just totally disregarding Summer's feelings. Because Summer is like sitting there. Yeah, I mean, Summers clearly told her mom mm-hmm. and her grandma that, you know what, this is me and Kyle's marriage. We have to deal with this the way that we can. Mm-hmm. They're like, screw that. We're going to do what we want to do. And it's just like, have anybody considered that this is Kyle's choice? Right. What are you going to do? You're going to try to tell. I honestly think that the three of them are probably going to try to set a trap for Diane. Yeah, I would imagine. To see if she's going to fall for it. Yeah. She's no dummy. Yeah, I just hate that they're doing this because, Phyllis, your history speaks for itself. Right. Come on now. So, and the other two, they're not far from Not squeaky clean. Uh Uh-uh. Exactly. So, Uh I mean, because the only thing is, again, this comes down to be butthurt. The only reason that um, Nikki is so pissed off is because she got in trouble for her death. Well, if you you wasn't in the park that night, this wouldn't have been an issue. (laughs) (laughs) You should have stayed home with that bottle of wine. (laughs) Oh, that was bad. That was bad. And then the whole thing with uh, whatever happened with Phyllis. Now, the the way they keep describing it is that Diane did some horrible things to her. Now, do I... (laughs) What would you say? 
that she tried to kill her. <laughs> okay, so I don't remember that part. I don't know how far back that was. Do you know? It's a ways. It's a long time. I mean, we're talking. The 90s? We're talking 18 years ago, 19 years Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I a mean... long time ago. Okay. Long time ago. Because I actually started getting into these two shows in the early 2000s. So yeah, yeah. yeah. When all that went down, they were still buying Aquanet hairspray. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay, so that was way back in the day. Way okay. back, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because the other girl, there was a different Diane, the one that got killed. That's yes, on Days of Our Lives now. More West, right? Yeah. Oh, she's okay. such a great actress too. Yeah, she is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they decided to bring the original Diane back, but okay, because I'm like, but even still, mm -hmm. Phyllis, you tried to kill several people yourself. So a couple, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, come on. Yeah, I did. I never knew how were they going to bring Phyllis back after she ran cricket over with the car. Yeah, and here she came back all, and and I'm a huge Phyllis fan, so. I don't know how I, that happened, but I love her. <laughs> yeah, I every the thing is, she sabotages her own happiness, totally. and so yeah. she can, and she is the embodiment of the title of this show, "The Restless." Because totally she's restless. never, yeah, she's like Jack said. Unfortunately, I know you didn't like what he said, but I didn't. But it's the truth. But it's the truth. I mean, she sabotages and she's never content with the happiness that she has. Never. It's always what else is out there. And if it's not going her way, she gets mad about stuff. And it's right. Like, at what point do you pump the brakes, stop and chill out and breathe and take in the sunshine for a minute? Okay. Exactly. And just when we thought she was going to do that and focus on herself, now here's, you know, she's getting in Summer's business with Diane. Yeah, that was so disrespectful. Yeah, it's not you know, go. I mean, you can have your feelings about somebody, but this is her marriage with her husband. That's right. her husband's mother. Right. You know, you if if you have a problem with that, then just stay clear. Exactly. Exactly. Because I you mean know, for Kyle, it's sacred ground. Say it again. For Kyle, it's sacred ground. Yeah. I mean, even if you run into um, Diane at the park. Walk away. Don't sit there and throw darts at her because you know she's going to come back at you. Well, well yeah, because she's got plenty of ammunition too. Yeah, she does. She does. Now, I will say I don't like the interaction between Diane and Allie. No, that's so creepy. It's so, to me, that just is like Diane is that cloud over Allie, like, I'll never let you forget why you're here. Mm -hmm. I'm why you're here. Aren't you glad I manipulated you? I mean, that's yeah. so creepy. It is. And Allie also interaction with Phyllis because Phyllis is fishing for information about Jack. So. That was bordering on creepy. You know, and I'm like, would you, the two of you just leave that girl alone? Yep. She's just finally trying to get her fitting in this in this whole dynamic of the new family, and you and guys are trying bad. to right exactly, exactly. So she's not close with her mom. So and these two women are probably you know older than her mom, 
but still represent maternal figures. And she hasn't had a good maternal figure yet. Hopefully Tracy will be that for her. I don't know. Right. Because Tracy had a good interaction with her. Yeah, I love Tracy. Yeah, so, okay. Um, did we cover everything this week? I think we did. I don't remember it. Because mostly it was about the Newmans and Diane. Yeah. Yes, I think yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah. More good stuff okay. in the next week. I can't wait. Yeah, well, Monday was pretty good. Um, like I said, Victor, it's just cold. If she mm -hmm. can bring Adam back into the fold, what? And it's the way he said it. What use is Sally for? Yeah, like she's some kind of little tchotchke on a desk. Uh, I mean, but honestly, it's also, like I said, Sally's fault. Because you knew this man was no. using to get Adam back. Come yeah. on. And you thought that that was going to solidify your COO, I mean, CEO position in Newman Media. It's mm -hmm. like, girl, come on. You got caught up right in the storm that your own boyfriend told you not to get caught up in. Exactly. So that's on her too, but I just didn't like how he said that. It was just like, man, that's cold. Yeah. He's so disrespectful to everybody. Um, I'm trying to think of, oh yeah, so stay tuned on Monday also for, and my Canadian listeners, you probably already are aware because uh, our Monday is your Friday. So they know what I'm talking about in regards to Noah and what he's looking to move into. Mm -hmm. um, what else to stay tuned for? Uh, Nikki is just obsessed, as usual, with yeah. Diane. And, oh, yeah, the interaction between Ashlyn and Victor in prison. So that Oh, yeah. I saw that in the previews. That's going to be good. Yeah, that's on Monday. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let us move on to the bold and the beautiful. Hold on, let me pull up my summary. Okay. Sheila... Uh, uh, uh. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I jumped too far ahead. Okay. Deacon sat down for an appointment with Taylor, but wound up doing the counseling. When Finn struggled to get out of bed, insisting on seeing Staffy, Sheila injected his IV, causing him to pass out. And Quinn sulked about Eric choosing Donna over Quinn. <laughs> Can we talk about Let's go there first. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I love Eric and Quinn. Right. To to see Quinn go up to Donna like that was to me it I mean really? <laughs> After So every that's what I wanna ask. I'm wondering why they brought that up. I mean I know that there I know that there are people who are not happy about what Eric did and at the same time there are people who are saying, you know, well Quinn you got Carter. So where are you with that whole thing? So the only way that I could see the any conversation between Quinn and Donna where Quinn had, I don't know if a, if a right is the correct terminology to use, but had a mm -hmm. right to say anything would be to say, you know something, Donna? Um, you knew Eric and I were working on things and you knew he had forgiven me for my 
complete and total unforgivable indiscretions mm -hmm. and you continued to come at him. And that is just like a slut from the Valley would do. So congratulations. You're now in the club of your sisters. And yes, we both are with um, the right people now, but never forget the sully on your hands because of what you did, because Quinn was truly trying to work things out. And Eric mm -hmm. was looking her in the eye and lying to her. And when he and Donna were together two different times, they laughed about it. And I didn't like that. And so, yeah, you know, Quinn did what she did, but she was earnestly and honestly trying to work out her marriage. Yeah, and and Eric did this and Donna knew good and well what she was doing. And so for me, I'm looking forward to, regardless of whether Eric and Quinn ever get back together, I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to the next little shiny object that's going to divert Eric's attention away from Donna because of that. And I like Donna, but I'm annoyed. Because she well, was so flippant about it, like it didn't matter that he was married. Yeah, I um, I would ask if Carter would think in this particular position where if I hadn't brought this to her attention or if Quinn, I mean, if, if Quinn hadn't caught Eric and Donna, would Quinn still be with Eric? The answer to that question is yes. Yes, that's exactly right. Yes, she would be. She would be. She would so, still be trying. Say it again. She would still be trying to make her marriage work because she really does love Eric. She did love Eric. Yeah, and she was trying to make the marriage work, which is why I think she, it's almost like she's in a default position because yeah. Eric made a choice to not be with her. It's not the other way around. Right. So, I don't know. I, I just, that's why I, I still think that she's going off on Donna, even though she got what she wanted. Yeah. The problem I agree. Is, is that it, she really, as much as yes, she's with Carter, she still wants to be with Eric. I agree. I agree. You know, and Carter, instead of talking her down off the ledge, he needs to listen to what Quinn is actually saying because exactly. Quinn is Telling him in front of his face, you know, I can't believe that he picked Donna. Oh, why do you care? Because if it really didn't bother her, it wouldn't be an issue. I mean, if it wasn't. Exactly. No so Carter needs to listen instead of saying, oh, let's not talk about it. And, you know, and then try to bring her off the ledge and stuff. Yeah, but it's going to come back. Yeah, always. It always will. I mean, that's the whole reason they have her say it, right? So that it can come back up again and again and again. Of course. And of course. Uh, yeah, so I'm definitely here for it. I um, I am always going to be an Eric and Quinn fan. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I love Carter and I love Donna, but I'm an Eric and Quinn fan. If anything, they should have put them two together. I know. I said that two years ago. I'm mm -hmm. like, why? Why? You know, and then, of course, COVID happened and they started doing reruns, but Right. Why can't they have them together? They would be such a beautiful couple. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what they should have done. Mm -hmm. Leave the whole 
Eric and Quinn dynamic alone because I actually think they were good together. Very good together. Very good together. I agree. I agree. I mean, and you know, as, as much as Eric and Donna are uh, almost purely physical relationship, I think Quinn and Carter are also an almost purely physical relationship. Pretty much. I they mean, don't know each other. They don't. It was all based on an affair. It was, yeah, that one spark. It was like, oh, there's the spark. Oh, well, okay. Well, they're acting on the spark. Tad gun. Yep. That was it. <clears throat> that is it. Okay, so. What do you think about Deacon and Taylor? Because it looks like they're going to put them two together. You know, I mean, I think she is so beautiful and I think he is so sexy. I just don't know if I want to see them together. I honestly, a lot of people don't like this, but I mm -hmm. want to see her and Bill get together, even though she shot him. I don't know if I would. I don't, I don't see the chemistry there. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have said. I don't see You're the chemistry right. between Taylor and Bill. I just thought it would be fun to have her be like Hope's child's new grandma. <laughs> well, if it was up to me, you know, I would permanently put Ridge with Taylor. Yes. I would put Quinn with Bill or Eric. And... Brooke needs some time to herself. <laughs> I agree with that statement. Yes, I do. Yeah, she needs some time to herself. So, yeah. Yep. But yeah, that that whole conversation, I don't even remember half of it because it was like, wah, 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 <laughs> all I know is, okay, when y'all gonna put these two together? Because it just didn't have an interest to in me. I know they were talk, trying to talk about Steffi and her grief. Mm -hmm. and him talking about he didn't know how what Finn he didn't know Finn very well and I I, I was just stuck I stuck right there because I'm like okay whatever yeah it was nothing there for me um all right what about Finn and Sheila okay Sheila oh my god off the cliff come on um I am I, I watched that scene yesterday with him mm -hmm. and her calling herself mommy and every sentence was I and me. And I mean, she is completely off the rails. Uh, she may have given birth to him, but she is not a mom to anyone. She has never been a mom to anyone. She hasn't got the capability to be a mom to anyone. And she thinks that being a mom is forcing any child, whatever their age, whether it's her kid or their grandkid or whoever, to bend to her will and do what she wants and says as if she has a right to say any of it. It's so, it's so, um, oh my gosh, it's just annoying and I, it just angers me. Only I would say that I would have hoped that Finn would have played that a little differently. You know you're dealing with a crazy person and you arguing. This is how Steffi got in that situation in the first place. Yeah. Don't argue with a psychopath. But, I mean, he's trapped in the bed and his frustration level has to be in an all-time high. And right. all he wants is to get out of that dadgum bed. And this this evil face is the only one he gets to look at. I mean, and then she but, holds the phone up and shows him a picture. It's like, he wants the phone. Give me the phone. And it's like, oh, my God, I, I'm just, I cannot wait for her to get hers. 
I just wish that he could, because he can't go anywhere. He don't yeah. have to be able to I mean, even if he, if she said, okay, fine, walk out that door now. There's yeah. no way he could did that. He no. knows that. You know, my thing is play the, because, I mean, he's a doctor. He knows what he's dealing with. I understand mm -hmm. you want to get to your wife. But you got to play this to the hip until you have the opportunity to do what you can do. Yeah. Going back and forth, when you're dealing with a psychopath, they're going to figure, they're going to find a way to actually make sure that you are not in the winning position, which is, oh. her, which is her injecting that sleeping serum into his IV. And yeah, and everybody was like, why didn't he pull the IV out of his arm? And I'm yelling at the TV, pull the IV out of your arm. <laughs> you know, that's no. just so many. I mean, I think it would have been more fun to watch with him plotting. Yeah. Mom and no mom. And you're right, mom. And yeah, go do your thing. Cause you need to bring her defenses down. Absolutely. And the rest of the conversation could have been with his mouth shut with his, with his head voice. With us, right. so, you know what? I gotta yeah. think. I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that. And right. Looking, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna build. And when he she leaves, start moving your arms to strengthen your muscles. You've been in a coma for like what three months now since exactly. April. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, start working on your physicality because at this point you can't do anything. Exactly. You know, it reminds me of the way he needed to play it is the way that the character played it in um, Alfred Hitchcock and John Michael Hayes um, rear window. Um, mm -hmm. Whenever the murderer got into the apartment and the um, main character used the flashbulb to blind him so he couldn't see and get close enough to him to off him, you know, I'm like, come on, right. baby, go watch an old show like that and look at, you know, Look at the plot, you know. Come on, do it right. Yeah, custom and the, and that's the I'm saying. You de-escalate the situation. Mm -hmm. It's like, did you learn? Well, obviously, he don't know what had what led up mm -hmm. to that. But mm -hmm. a lot of why this is the way it is is because of the lack of de-escalation. Yes. You know, I always go back to this. All Steffi had to do was just walk away after she saw away. her her brother and Sheila together. Yep. You got the information. Why try to go up against a crazy person? Yeah, true. And so, then here's Finn. You know this woman is crazy. You got a bullet in your belly from Right. And you still want to scream and yell at a psychopath? How did that work out for you? Oh, yeah. You went to sleep now. Right. Bye-bye. You know, so it's just, it's like, writers, you could have made this so much more creative by him plotting. Mm -hmm. and him being uh, in control of the situation by manip and and that's what Lee was doing until she exactly. screwed it up. Until she screwed it up. I know, I know. And, and it ended up with where? Her in the lake. So right. I just, it's like, God, can they just write a little bit more of a smarter move? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I do. Know. It would make it that much more interesting to me. And funner to watch. Absolutely, you know. So we still I might mean, have that angst in our gut about watching it, but it would be the kind of angst that you're, you know. Of course, we can't wait till next week, but it would even make it more so, you know. Yeah, because if he's plotting, and he's when she's not in the room running to get whatever or to talk to Mike, 
this is where we should see him trying to in the bed do exercises to strengthen right. his muscles or you know um try to do something because he has to get stronger exactly you know this girl is away across europe how are you gonna get to europe and you don't have nothing i mean you can barely get out the bed yeah i can't even sit up all the way yet yeah it's just not smart to be arguing with somebody who's pretty much you're still in her care yeah she's clearly insane right and don't and then she said he he really triggered her by calling her crazy and then he did it twice yeah, that's one like, are you stupid or are you stupid? Stop inciting so psychopaths. Right. I don't think he's getting enough oxygen to his brain. I mean, well, <laughs> Steffi had a ton of oxygen to her brain. She still did it. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's just, and it's so crazy because I have these conversations and this conversation has been going on since April. Mm -hmm. And when you talk to the, when you listen to the actresses on their Instagram lives and stuff, the first person that they blame as the character's fault is Steffi. And nobody understand that not only do, you know, it shows for itself, but even the people that are acting out the script realize. They say it too. Right, right. If she just walked away. <laughs> if she just walked away, but they, they say, oh, no, and she was fault. Well, how do we get to that point? She didn't just come up and shoot Steffi and Finn was there. It got to this point because of the lack of de-escalation. Right. And it got to the point that, you know, he ended up in a, a sleep because he didn't de-escalate the situation. True. That's so true. You know, so that's just my thoughts. You don't have, you guys don't have to agree. That's fine. We know it's, we're all here for different dialogue. So, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. So that was pretty much it this week on Bold. Yeah, that covered pretty much all the bases. All, the rest of everything we talked about most of the show was Young and the Restless because it has so much to unpack. It was a ton of stuff going on. Yeah, but like I said, I am not feeling this Taylor Deacon thing. I just mm -hmm. don't see the chemistry. No, I mean... Now, I know that they're probably bringing them together to really get up on the ridge and, and brook skin because yeah. you know that's going to be a problem. For sure. For sure. You know, because Taylor... I mean, because Ridge don't like Deacon. No, and he's definitely not going to be happy if Taylor is hanging out with Deacon. And then, of course, uh, Brooke is going to be like, why is Deacon going out? I mean, Taylor being with one of her exes. So, right. Yeah, that, that's what they're trying to create, the messiness with this. The whole thing with Quinn is... Yeah, just put Eric and Quinn back together and thank get it you. with. Just, just cut the crap. Yes, thank you. Thank you, please, and thank you. Yes. So, all right, let's do our flip the script, and we're going to close it out, because I know you got to head out of town in a little bit, so. It's going to be a great afternoon. Yes, it is. Okay, so what is your, okay, let me introduce it. So for the people that are newly listening to the podcast, our flip the script segment is if there is a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change this is where we flip the script so what do you have for this week of july 11th well i think that one of the main flips that i would have made is probably one of the same ones that you would make and that would be to have sally walk away for the yep. r um because as we both know uh loyalties mean a lot and yep. 
you can get another job and you are already persona non grata, as you said yourself. And so to me, that would be my flip for YNR. And then for B&B, I think you might even say the same thing would be for, you know, uh, uh, Finn to placate Sheila and have had that time to be able to strategize and have, you know, pull the audience into watching him quietly without her knowing, rebuild himself and then, you know, take her down. Right. Um, so those, those are my two. Okay. So what I have, cause uh, like you say, I wish, you know, Sally would have left the other flip the script that I would have said is Noah telling his dad that, I think we need to have a conversation and not impose taking a leadership role at New Hope onto me. Yes. Consider what I want to do versus saying you need to step up. You're being like your, you acting like my grandfather. Right. So I would have changed that. For both, I know we talked about the whole, you know, you were just saying about the whole thing with Finn and Sheila. The other thing is Carter needs to give Quinn the side eye. Because she's only in that position with you out of default. Yep. So with her getting upset at Eric and Donna and why he choose her and all of that, Carter need to be listening to that and saying, why do you care? Mm -hmm. You with me, supposedly. Why do you care? And if we need to take a step back to figure out your feelings and sort that out before getting with me, I need to know that. I agree. So I would have changed that part of it. So. That's what I have. I don't really have a lot of spoilers yet. Um, I will do, if you are, you guys do follow on YouTube at uh, CBS Soap Dish Recap. I do weekly spoilers for the upcoming week, separate videos on that channel. So I will have some spoilers. They'll probably come out later this evening. So, you know, go over there and subscribe. Take a look at what we already have. And, um... Yeah, you can catch spoilers over there on that particular platform. So you got anything else? I don't. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. All right, you guys. And we'll see you next week for the week of the 18th through the 22nd. And you have a good good trip. Have fun and be safe. Thank you. All right. See you later, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>